0: What's up everybody, welcome to the Hustle and Grind podcast and welcome back to the second annual Blade Show preview episode. This is Jason Hartwell from JK Blades with Ryan Coakley from Ryan Coakley Knife Works and we have a special episode today. Everybody on the show is either part of Blade Show, is doing uh, an event at Blade Show or is has a booth at Blade Show. And Did we're going to...
1: Blade Show preview episode and you messed up my name.
0: Did I? Oh right, well, yes. everybody knows it. Our first guest today, we're going to go ahead and start big. We're going to go with the person responsible for Blade Show. Without her, there would be no show the way that it is and the way we all love it. So we're going to start off with Miss Alicia Newton. Hey, Miss Alicia.
2: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: Doing great. How are you today?
2: I'm, do- I'm doing good. All things considered, I'm doing good.
0: <laughs> right. So I know you're busy today. Um, you were already in Atlanta, right?
2: I am. We just, yeah, I've been on the site all day and uh, working with the team here that sets the show floor. So they are ready. Everything is uh, pretty much fully set. So we are ready to go tomorrow morning for Exhibitor Moving.
0: Man, we are so excited. We're, we're coming up this weekend and um, I, I can't even wait. I'm actually sitting at the table now and I have last year's Blade Show magazine in front of me with the table map. I'm already drawing my diagrams in my head of where I want to go, and uh, so what are we looking like this year for vendors and uh, and all that kind of stuff? What's the what's the estimated numbers?
2: We'll probably be at about uh, 930 exhibitors, so which is obviously more than last year. I think the biggest thing though is our international friends are back, and I know so many people are excited to see. You know, some of those guys, they haven't seen them since 2019. Right. So we have about 27 countries represented. So we are super, super excited to welcome them back, to see them again. Um, And I think that'll be probably just kind of the biggest difference from last year was just seeing them. Everything else that we're doing, um, very much the same. Blade University is back. Um, The World Cutting Championships. They just did a um, kind of a demo last year, but they are actually hosting the uh, championships this year on Saturday. So um, people will be excited to see the return of those. Of course, the ballet flipping competition is always huge. So we welcome that community back. And then, um, you know, we have various free demos throughout the weekend. And then, as always, the pit every night and um, our big awards party in the pit on Saturday night to announce all the Custom and Factory Knife Award winners.
0: Yeah, like I said, I can't wait. Um, Now, this year, there is a lot of, uh, I think it's a record number of people testing for the Journeyman Smith. Is there Mm going to be any kind of, you know, not an award, but any mention of, you know, who, who gets it and that kind of thing? Or is that completely separate from Blade Show?
2: That is a little separate. You are right. There is definitely a record number. There's so many that they had to move the judging over into the hotel because we just don't have the space to accommodate them right. anymore. But um, we, the ABS traditionally has not shared that information with us. So I don't know how they will kind of spread that word. That's something that they do a little bit separate from us. They use our venue, obviously to host all that and to, to do all that. Since So many of the makers come to the show, but I'm not really sure how they will announce who actually, you know, got their JS or MS stamp?
0: I got a feeling it might be easy to point them out in the pit Friday night.
2: Yeah, be the super excited. Yeah, there's <laughs> going to be some celebrations. More the ones on. crying in their beer, one of the two, right? <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: exactly. So I've got a question for you. I was talking to some friends the other day, and um, this—I know this is kind of weird, but it came up: Are you going to be accepting cash at Blade Show?
2: We do. So um, we, in case people, and we tried to uh, actually direct a lot of people back there this year, our attendee, attendee FAQ section on our website um, under our show info tab is incredibly helpful. I don't know that people visit there enough, but it really answers a lot of the questions that we so commonly get. And one of them is the cash or credit we obviously always tell everyone to just have both because we leave that up to each vendor, which they accept. We don't, you know, tell them you have to take this form of payment. So we really just encourage everyone to have both cash or credit available.
0: Okay. Well, that's good to know. We were at a a different event a couple of months ago up in Atlanta and there were signs everywhere that said, you know, card only, no cash accepted. So we just wanted to kind of clarify that.
2: So. Yeah, like I said, that's, that's definitely one of our, um, one of our commonly asked questions. But again, we really encourage people to go check out those attendee FAQs because every question that, you, for the most part, that we get asked, there's always going to be one that's, you know, a little abstract. But, uh, you know, we've tried to answer those questions and also something really super helpful this year. We put a will call info tab on the website as well. And kind of broken it down by ticket type so that people can click on, hey, I'm an early bird. Where do I need to go line up? Hey, I just bought a daily pass. What are the hours? All those information, all the lines, kind of a map where you're going to go line up. So, again, just some more helpful information for people. And then um, also another new helpful tab this year under show info is the food options tab because nobody wants a hangry knife maker (laughs) Um, so we've kind of you know listed all the different options that will be available for food this year in addition to the concession stand um, you know we've got Papa John's Pizza, Chick-fil-A there's going to be a food truck on Saturday Um, the Waverly Hotel is going to set up a seating area um, for people to kind of grab cash and go, you know sandwiches things like that so Again, just little helpful things for everybody attending so they know what their food options are.
0: Well, that sounds good. Well, we're going to be taking food with us just because, like you said, nobody wants a hangry knife maker, and we like to eat all day.
2: Exactly. So, Sorry. yes. So, which obviously, you know, we as, which is noted on our website. So, you you know, people can bring a backpack in. So, that is not um, disallowed to, you know, carry a back backpack around. So, um, obviously people can't bring in their own alcohol, but we do have bars set up throughout the show.
0: Well, that's good. Good to know. Like I said, I'm excited. I cannot wait. And I'll be looking for you when we get there. Uh, Saturday. I don't know
2: if you're as excited as the guys that have lined up starting last night.
0: I'm definitely not as excited <laughs> as those the
2: guys. That is it's ever happened.
0: That's crazy. Tuesday
2: night is a new, I thought Wednesday last year was a, a, a new one, but this year was Tuesday night, so. They were already there in line this morning when I walked over
0: <laughs> that. So. I, I will never understand that. I mean, <laughs> there are a lot that of cool dedication. things there, but
2: dang. <laughs> yes, exactly. that is dedication. Yeah.
0: That is something else. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So, all right. Well, miss Alicia, we appreciate you jumping on here with us. And, um, like I said, I'll be looking for you Saturday morning and, um, can't wait for it. And thanks for putting on awesome. such an awesome event. It gets well, thanks every year. for
2: your support and promoting it and, uh, just, you know, promoting it to the community as well. We're excited. We are ready for everyone to get here.
0: Yeah. We're going to go ahead and turn this episode loose tomorrow morning. So while everybody's right. in the truck on the way to blade, they'll have something to listen to.
2: Sounds great. All right. Well, well you guys you. all have a safe travels and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks guys. Bye.
0: All right, guys, moving on to our next guest. We got Mr. Josh Weston in the house. Josh is kind of special Amen. when it comes to Blade oh, Show because uh, okay. you got to give me give me just a second, Josh. I'm trying to pump yeah, you up, I'll and let make you sound super yep, cool. Sorry,
3: sorry, I'll let you do your thing.
0: <laughs> so, Josh, uh, you know, we talked about it at the beginning. This is all about people who are doing events at the show and for people who have tables. Well, Josh has both. He's putting on an event and he has a table. So, um, I guess I'll turn it over to you, Josh, to let you tell people what you what you do and who you are and where you'll be and all that kind of stuff.
4: Yeah. No, thanks for having me. Um, I think at this point where I'm at today, I feel like I'm, I'm biting off more than I can chew for blade show is really what the, the word is for me with doing a booth and doing a, a blade show build. Um, I'm, I'm behind the eight ball, the other balls, actually today I feel like I'm behind the cue ball even as well. So, uh, but I started the day with I don't know, 32 knives to still finish and I'm down to just the sharpening of 11. So there's light at the end of the tunnel, but I'll probably be going till 11 tonight up early, pack the truck, head to blade and, uh, get set up. Um, I'm re-releasing survival cuffs. So I came out with this product a few years ago with a knife strapped to your wrist. It also has a wallet in it. Uh, I hate, um, big bulky wallets and things in my pants and I stopped wearing a back pocket wallet years ago because it's not good for your spine and um, I'm constantly trying to keep that slim down. As I slimmed down my wallet though, phones got bigger so now you have this tablet sized <laughs> thing in your pocket and it's just too much stuff in your pocket and I happen to also have grown into a bit of a bubble butt so my pants <laughs> are kind of, they're as tight as they can get with two buns Uh, a wallet and a phone.
0: That's a lot.
4: Yeah. So I, I, um, I just kind of wanted a knife right on my hands at my hands, almost at my fingertips. And so I, I came up with this idea, um, on a flight back to testing my Penobis in season four, episode five of Forged in Fire. I like how you slipped that uh, in there. That was smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was coming down finally off that build, you know, it's a four and a half days of just build fury. And I sat down on the plane, laid my head down, probably slept for 20 minutes. And in that sleep, I did sort of this lucid dreaming of this thing, popped open my sketchbook, drew it out, got off the plane and then boom into the testing. So, uh, that was five years ago, I think now 2017 is when I filmed that one. And um, so I've been evolving this product for five years now and it's come quite a ways this year. There's a Kydex insert that helps lock the blades in better. Now I was getting some feedback from some hunters where they would, they'd lose it from the recoil of shooting um, the, the little pocket. And that's no good when you're, you know, razor sharp knife is flying around so, I've reimagined the product with a Kydex insert. So, there's a locking click for those knives as they come in and out. So, you don't have to worry about any of that sort of shenanigans, which is cool. I'm so. pretty
0: excited to see that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh,
4: I'll, that's, that's awesome. I'll have one on my wrist, and there'll be plenty at the um, booth 49, main room.
0: Main room, cool. booth 49. It, yeah, that, that's funny. I'm actually looking right now. I've got the table map in front of me. Um, you weren't at that same booth last year. That was no reader. So yeah, I'm a dork. dude. Yeah. I'm so excited about this show. I literally have last year's table map laid out in front of me.
4: No kidding. I, so, <laughs> I haven't vended at blade show in a while. Um, mostly because I didn't like the stress of it. And I'm remembering why I didn't do that now coming into blade show. So it's been quite a few years and I'm, I'm happy to be coming back. I wanted to wait till I had a really good reason to come back. In the meantime, what I have been doing and this is the other cool thing you were talking about. Instead of bringing knives to sell, I actually make one on the floor and um, that's a lot of fun. I do it to highlight the maker suppliers um, really. It's not really about that. You know, There's plenty of finished blades and knives out there and makers out there. And what I like to do is kind of show all the makers. I have a lot of makers that follow me it pretty heavily on that side of things, not just fans, but people who make. So all, for all those makers that can't get to the show or can't get around to all the show, I try to cover off on vendors that bring something for us to use, whether it's um, different types of pins or handle materials, belt suppliers, grinder makers, um, kiln manufacturers, all those people, bits, Milner, Milner Haufen bits. I found those on the floor last year. Um, absolutely amazing lifetime guarantee. They will freaking hog through hardened steel. Very cool things. If, if you go looking on the floor, you'll find something really cool. So what I just started doing is asking them, Hey, would you donate a a set of handle scales or some pin material or a chunk of steel? And people started giving me stuff and I would finish the knife and I auction it off on Sunday, um, at the end and I give credit to all the different companies and do little interviews as they go. Okay. So, So
0: when you say you make a knife on the floor, that sounds pretty basic, but I was able to actually watch some of that last year. Um, and it's not basic. Why don't you break that down just a little bit, if you've got a minute? Um, sure, and just kind of yeah. tell us how how you go about that and what all you what all that kind of entails.
4: So I have some self imposed rules. One of them is to to spend as little money towards. Really, I try to hit zero money. Um, it's expensive for me to already go to Blade, so um, I'm trying to see what. I, now, I, I oftentimes back end. I hit up makers and suppliers that I buy from throughout the year. So they do, these people usually make money from me. I'm not just asking for free shit um, like a hobo, but um, no, I I'm trying to source materials and uncover cool things and then actually build on the fly. So I get nice material. I get steel and the steel lets me know whatever size that whatever vendor will give me that determines what my blade shape can can be and what my blade can be. So I don't even know what I can build until I get there. So all of this happens on the fly and I go from vendor to vendor and I go, hey, can I use your grinder? Hey, can I I use some handle material? Hey, can I get you to drill holes in this for me? Hey, I need somebody who's got a drill bit at at this size and I've literally had to ask people, you know, uh, the first time I did it, my quenchant was in a Arizona iced tea can with (laughs) oil that I borrowed from the bar, uh, from the restaurant off the pit. Wow. So everything sourced from the show area. I got epoxy last year, but I couldn't find any acetone. So what I did is I went down to that gift shop that's next to the coffee bar off the pit. And they sell fingernail polish remover, which is a slightly diluted acetone. Mm-hmm. So I was able to use that in the cotton swabs they had there. And I did have to pay for those things because they wouldn't give me anything for free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so last year's bill did have a little, a uh, few purchases on it, but I did make two knives instead of one. So. Yes, um, it's crazy. It's a whirlwind, and and there's not a whole lot of time because I I got to build this, but I also talk to people. I, I'm interviewing makers, so it's not like I just have three days to build stuff. I have to work around vendor schedules. So you know, if uh, Broadbeck has Jay Nielsen coming in to do interviews for a couple of hours and work the booth, they don't want me there hogging up that time. So then I got to bounce for that. So I might only get thirty minutes at somebody's place some people give me an hour burking actually moved a grinder out to the parking lot so i could grind some desert iron when i was really grateful for that so uh, and i and i learned some really cool things they actually have an incredibly quiet grinder just some of the the quietest grinders i've ever heard so if you're out there looking for silence in your life hit up burking
0: i did notice that last year they had one running and i didn't realize it until i got real close and saw the belt turning
4: yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I got to go see Medford knife and tools shop in Arizona and they've got all Birkings and they've got a room five or six of them in a room and they can have them all running. And I think it's still quieter than the one that I run in my shop. So yeah. it, it, that's an impressive stat. And if you don't like a lot of noise and a lot of chaos, you know, I, I, I mean, look at Birking's
0: Well, that sounds good, man. Well, before you get out of here, just remind everybody one more time what your business name is and where you're at. I know you said table 49. That's inside the main room at the back wall.
4: Yes, we are Survival Cuffs. Uh, We'll have orange and blue branding. We'll have a big world map. Come by, try out one of the cuffs, see how they fit and feel on your wrist. And uh, for people who are purchasing them, we have stickers, a sticker pack that you can kind of plop where you want to go adventuring or surviving on the map and um, hang out with us a little bit. I'll be popping back and forth to shoot my build segments back at Survival Cuffs. So you'll see it in the background. I'm also going to try to make sure that I'm there at least three times a day, which I will release on my Instagram at Josh A. Weston, if you follow that, whether or not you're going to Blade, turn the notifications on this weekend and and get my content because I post some very different content than what most people put out about Blade Show. It's really uh, an on-the-floor, fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants, chaotic making fest.
0: Well, there you have it, boys and girls. I think that is probably the best self promotion interview I've ever heard. <laughs> you laid that out. Now you want me, you got me wanting to buy two or three of those cuffs, and I'm going to go hang out on that map with you.
4: Oh, hell yeah. That would be great. I'm looking forward to seeing you there, Ryan. And thanks for having me on. Uh, and I'm going to get back to grinding my knives.
0: All right. Sounds good, man. Thanks for coming on with us again. We'll see you Saturday.
4: All right. See you Saturday. Bye.
0: Bye. Yep. All right, guys. Up next, we have. Your one stop shop for all of your abrasive needs. You can find them online at www.phoenixabrasives.com. We got the man with us today, the man himself, Mr. Greg from Phoenix Abrasives. What's up, Greg? Yeah,
5: doing good. How are you guys doing?
0: Man, doing great. good. Doing real good. Getting pumped up about the show.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a stressful week leading up to it, a stressful couple weeks. So just. Uh like I said, tying up some loose ends here and got to get on a a god-awful 5.30 a.m. flight tomorrow morning.
0: Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so if you're yeah. flying there, do y'all ship the product to Blade and then kind of meet it there?
5: Um, we got a pretty good setup. We have a, a customer of ours in a different industry that happens to be a couple miles from uh, the Galleria. So we just ship a pallet there and then we pick it up.
0: Oh, man, you can't beat that. Yeah, that's pretty pretty slick, pretty
5: nice. Yeah, for long sure. As, they, as long as we don't wear out our welcome, they're, they're happy to do it every
0: year. So. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully he doesn't move.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, that's cool, man. So you are the one-stop shop for all the abrasives, and you got belts yep. for 1x30s, 2x72s, 4 x thirty 3x21. Those are just the ones that I myself have ordered from you
5: but yeah you name it you name it we got it so right. we can make any size we can make any size we stock most sizes that knife makers are using whether you're just a guy working out of his garage with a 1 by 30 or you got 10 2 by 72s in a big huge shop so we can kind of cater cater to everybody and everybody gets treated the same so
0: yeah and that's another thing that I love about phoenix abrasives for sure is the customer service Cause I've, I've mentioned it on the podcast before my first time getting into, you know, the real belts, the ones that didn't come from Harbor Freight on a one by 30. The big boy belts. Yeah. The big boy belts. It was still one by 30, but you know, not the Harbor Freight bullshit.
2: Yeah. I I was
0: at blade show and I talked to that other company and they literally laughed in my face when I told them one by 30, they didn't have any there. And I went and (laughs) talked to you and you explained to me the different types of belts and you know, hooked me up with what I needed, and I've been buying belt. That was what five years ago. Been buying Phoenix braces. Yeah, it ever might since. Even be made be longer with that. Yeah, it's been a long so, time. So, COVID's
5: kind of a blur. Everything just you kind of take those two years out of there. I can't remember how long I've been doing what. So
0: yeah, yeah. But the point I'm I'm making is, you know, if you're at Blade Show and you're maybe new to to knife making or new to the two by 72 world because there's a lot more options when you get into the bigger machines and just yes. take a second and go by that, that Phoenix abrasions booth and they will have the time to talk to you and kind of help you out. They helped me a ton. And
5: yeah, I mean, we know, we know there's plenty of options out there nowadays. There wasn't so many when we started, but um, you know, we we call it the Phoenix family for a reason. Everybody's part of the part of our family and uh, we treated my like family, whether, whether you buy one belt, you just come by to say hi. You buy 100 belts. I hope everybody buys 100 belts. That makes my bosses <laughs> happy. But, right. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we are aim to please. That's uh, that's the name of the game. It's a, a lost art, I think, in a lot of places these days. So,
0: yeah, unfortunately it is. But, um, you know, y'all are keeping it going good. Now, yeah. Let's talk just a little bit. We, we brought this up on our last episode. The Phoenix Abrasives Compounds y'all have got, we call them loaves of bread and they come in all different colors. You know, we call them that cause they're freaking huge, but yes. what, what all do you have there as far as, you know, I've got the pink and the blue. I almost only use the blue, but you're more yeah, than the just blue, belts.
5: the blue. Yeah. We, we try to, like I said, we do, we do in a lot of different industries and I've made it a big part of what we do now. Um, but it, a lot of stuff kind of bleeds over um, with knife making where we do a lot of different polishing in, like I said, different industries. It's kind of worked well in the knife world because there is, you guys use so many different steels and so many different Rockwells and there's, there's a lot of different factors at play. So it's, it's kind of something we started dabbling in a couple of years ago and it's kind of honed in on a pretty good, pretty good line of different compounds and different, uh, buffing wheels to go with those compounds. Wow. That, blue, that blue one, the blue one you mentioned is specifically, we sell a ton of that for most people don't think of using compounds on handle material, but it does work wonders if you can use it. Um, and we do move quite a bit of it. because Nobody else is really touting a compound just for wood and acrylics and that type of stuff.
0: i tell you what, last week I sold a knife, and it was one that I had on hand already. And I kind of didn't oil it down good enough when I put it away, so I had a little bit of surface rust right on the butt. And Mm -hmm. the the handle material was like an epoxy resin, and it was red and white stuff, and it was cast in crystal clear resin. So I got out the sandpaper and, you know, hand sanded it, brought that mirror polish back to the spine. Well, in doing that, that plastic, you know, I call it plastic, the resin stuff, it got real hazy, you know, and I licked my finger yep. and kind of rubbed it. And I'm thinking, man, I got to redo all this. I hit it on the buffer with that blue compound and it was just as clear as glass again.
5: Yeah. It's a, it's an amazing little compound that we kind of just fell into our lap. So we, uh, it's been off and running ever since we got it about a year and a half ago. I mean, the other ones we had the standard, you know, your whites, blacks, greens, which are all pretty uniform across the board with most, most companies, ourselves included, um, but that blue one is a been a game changer for you know shining up those handles, making them look pretty.
0: Yeah, I think what you need to do though, I'm gonna give you some business advice here on how to run your own company. Um, <laughs> I think you should make them smaller. They're so big, like I'll never have to buy another one. You know, you got you got to downgrade them. That way, people need to buy another one eventually.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, they they are a pain in the ass to ship. I know that so. Usually by the time they get to a lot of places, they're probably already broken up into four pieces, but that's kind of an unavoidable circumstance
0: with how they're made. Well, that's the perk to buying it in person. You can load it up in your own truck and take it back home. Yep. So I don't you-
5: like shipping. That stuff. That stuff's heavy. I don't like shipping that stuff.
0: So
5: <laughs> please take it home.
0: Right. So are, you, are y'all at table 3AA again this year?
5: Yep, 3AA, and we actually we have table 4AA right behind us too. Oh, cool. um, There's a cancellation, and we took advantage. So now we have a little more room to spread our wings and uh, get a little more stuff out there because we have a lot of stuff to squeeze into an eight-foot table.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's only one
5: way to go when it's up, so we just keep building shelves and all sorts of stuff.
0: Well, you would think, you know, uh, an abrasive belt, there's only so many ways that you can kind of display it but when you got all that stuff laid out, there's a lot of different options. You need some space.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we got five different ceramics. We're not just, you know, touting one ceramic. We have five or well, six different ones now. And we got some other different specials going on, too. So we got plenty of stuff to lay out. We got lots of lots of good deals to take advantage of at the show this year. Like every year, we try to make it advantageous for everybody, for the people that are coming, that can save a little money, not just on shipping, but on, on the products themselves.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I've, I've probably said that 14 times throughout this episode, but I have to express (laughs) it to each person. You know what I mean? So I'm going to keep on doing it. So anybody listening, you've got 14 more coming.
5: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. I can't wait to listen tomorrow. So
0: yeah, we're going to, I was thinking, man, I had my days all screwed up. I was thinking we'd do this Thursday and release it Friday. That way, you know, people on the way to the show could listen to it, but all you guys yep. got to be there on Thursday. You don't have time to talk to us. So it was a very yeah, last minute uh, switch. Uh,
5: tomorrow's going to be busy. So
0: yeah, I know. I, I told you. you takes
5: just about four hours to set up.
0: So when do, I know the early bird gets you in early, but when's the show actually open? I didn't even bring that up with Alicia. Is it Thursday or is it not till Friday?
5: It's not till Friday. Just the vendors can get in on okay. Thursday.
0: Okay. That, that's yep. what I thought, but I wasn't sure.
5: Yeah, they try to – I think it's from like 2 to 7 or something like that. I think you can get in there and get set up, which we usually use most of that
0: time. Yeah, I bet. So Friday, you're ready for that wall of people to start pouring in?
5: Yeah, the first year we made the mistake of not being completely set up on Thursday and then Friday – people just started coming in and which is a good problem to have to hit us with stuff. And it's like, well, we don't even have all the stuff on the table, yet. but <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you whatever is under the table. So
0: there you go. <laughs> well, you guys are pretty close to the door. So you probably see that, that wall coming in pretty hard.
5: Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. It's pretty last year. I don't know. Last year with COVID it was still kind of a little light, but, uh, I imagine this year is going to be a, a bull rush when they open the doors like usual. So, oh, yeah, People just swinging money around.
0: <laughs> well, I'm gonna bring a couple dollars to spend with you when we get there. And uh, awesome. and I'll see you in the pit and we'll have a beer. Absolutely. All we'll right.
5: buy each other one. How about that?
0: Deal. That sounds like the best trade I've ever made.
5: <laughs> there you go. Maybe I'll trade you a bar of compound for a beer or something.
0: Hey, you just let me know that. You know, we can That's work a good deal. We can work on that. I like that.
5: <laughs> I'll bring one for Ryan too. So
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg. Well, thanks for coming on with us. And everybody stop by check out Greg at Phoenix Abrasives at table three AA and four AA. That's fancy.
5: Yeah. And yeah, we're moving moving on up. So there you go.
0: <laughs> One table at a time.
5: There you go. Absolutely. All
0: right, Greg. Thanks for coming on with us, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yep, appreciate it. All right, thanks. All right, we're back. Y'all didn't know we were gone, but we have been paused and now we're back. Our next guest. Didn't even know he was going to be on a podcast until right this very second. So we're going to see how he does. It's Chad Bolin from Black Hog Knives. What's up, buddy?
3: I oh, don't know how much. How you doing today?
0: Doing great, man. Doing great. Thanks for coming on with us. Thanks for oh, yeah, absolutely. giving us a minute hey, of your time. Thanks for having me. We'll try not to take too much of your time.
3: Oh, no, you're good. You uh, you caught me in the middle of packing, packing up for the show, so you're good. You gave me a break.
0: Well, there you go. You're welcome. That seems to be the theme today.
6: Yeah. So, absolutely
0: uh, so you're headed to the famous Atlanta Blade Show and uh, you were going to have a table up there
6: uh,
3: yes I am this is actually my first time having a table at Atlanta I was um I was supposed to have a table during the, uh, the only time it was ever cancelled when they uh, cancelled the show in 2020 for COVID I was, uh, I was supposed to have a the table then but apparently it was just not in the cards at that time
0: Well, that, that was a bad year. That was (laughs) man. I'm telling you when June came around and everybody was excited and the end of May, they said no blade show this year. That hurt. That hurt everybody right in the heart.
3: Yeah. When they first said, uh, Oh yeah, we're going to move it. my, I thought, all right, that's awesome. It gives me a little more time to to get some more blades together Then they canceled it. And man, man, I felt it too. That was uh, that was supposed to be my first show
0: as well. So I was looking forward to it. You hit up uh, blade show West recently, right?
3: Yeah, I actually, uh, did blade show West in California, uh, last October. And that was a, um, that was a last minute. I was actually just going there to be just, just to be like, a, walking down the aisles and checking everything out. And, um, I believe it was, uh, Andrea with, uh, blade magazine and said, Hey, uh, do you have any knives to sell? Can you help us out? We're looking for some people to uh, fill some tables. And I just so happened to have some knives. So I was like, Sure. Gave me a total of two days to get them ready and sharpened to to pack them up and take them to California.
0: Wow, that's an expensive trip too, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. But
0: um, <laughs> especially with two days notice. I,
3: yeah, I mean, well, I already had the uh, I already had the ticket and the hotel booked. I was going to go there just to check it out, anyway. So okay. it, it worked out in my favor that I was already heading that way, and that I already had a uh, I had some knives that were already finished,
0: so. That just worked out for me. Well, that's good, man. Um, So the purpose of today's show is to let everyone who comes on with us kind of do some self-promotion. So if you want to, you can talk about what style of knives you have, what you're taking, where you're at, your table number, you know, all that good stuff. That way, when everyone gets there, they'll know where to find you.
3: All right. Well, uh, my table is going to be 13P. I'm actually in the main the, the main room like almost right right down dead center like you uh, head towards the center start walking towards the back not on a corner but I'm pretty close I'm over with the uh, custom makers what um, uh, my style what I normally make a lot of are like camp knives, outdoor knives, utilities, uh, those sorts so I've got, a, I've got a number of those with uh, some leather sheaths that's already made and I have a couple little Damascus uh, skinny blades that I made as well that I brought along Unfortunately, did not get to make any chef's knives go around. No matter how much time you think, you never have enough, but <laughs> maybe, maybe next time.
0: So how many are you taking total?
3: Oh, let's see. Uh, total, I believe I have 17, 17 knives.
0: Well, my prediction is you're going to come home with two. That's my guess. You
3: know, if, if, I, if I were to sell four of them, I would be happy because uh, that would be better than California.
0: Well, so, you, know. you know, California is a different breed. You know what I mean? I've never it, been it, there. It but is. That's on purpose.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I um, California. It is a different place. Uh, I, I did get a lot of good feedback though in California, so it it let me know at least what I was making was uh, were were blades that people had interest in. So I knew I was on the right path. So I just kind of knuckled down and finished up some more of those. And uh they bring to the show i've got a I've got a number of them that I've actually uh, like uh darkened out and done like the tactical look with some gun blue on it and uh, some forge finish blades and the little uh damascus centers I made are have four handles if you know what those are yep yep so a little try to try to do a little bit of not just one style a little bit of everything kind of
0: kind of some really cool pieces i think well, I'll tell you what man i've I can vouch for your blades. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. And, uh, you, you were one of the first guys that I looked at once I got on Instagram and kind of really was drawn towards your work just cause I, I like your style. But, uh, oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. You're the first knife maker that I ever met in real life and actually walked into their shop. And when I picked up one of your blades, man, it was just, it had that custom feel like, you know, like it's supposed to, but it's just, it's such an, awesome piece and i'm i know they all are oh, i appreciate
3: it yeah i remember that you were uh you were swinging through you were visiting family i was like yeah this shop's open man just stop on by
0: yep yeah, we were leaving family headed to daytona beach so that was fun we're going to be back in daytona probably probably around october uh august august i think so we we'll have to hit you up if we end up oh, yeah. back on that way.
3: Yeah, def- definitely hit me up, man. Uh, shop is—I actually moved my shop. It's a little further north. It's in Deland now, but it's—it's uh, uh, it's only thirty minutes out from Daytona, so well, much, I, much closer. I
0: will tell you what, uh, next time I come by, I'm going to leave my wife in the hotel room, let her watch Doctor Phil or something, <laughs> and then uh, then I'll be able to spend a little more time. And you know, you, you go to somewhere like that with your wife, and she's there because she loves you, and she don't care if I spend all day in there. But she doesn't care about being in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, she doesn't want to be in there. Yeah, a bunch of old, sweaty, tattooed dudes running around with fire. That's just, that's not a good spot for a young lady.
3: (laughs) Well, depends. Depends on the young lady.
0: That's very true, also. Yeah, there are some ladies out there that would thrive in that environment, but not mine. (laughs) Well, thanks for jumping on here with us, man. I know you got a lot of stuff to do even though you were shocked by our phone call.
3: Hey, Uh, uh, but you know what? I appreciate you giving me a second call because I just so happened to leave the phone down by the car, walked back, and came back, and I was like, hey, the phone's going off. So I appreciate it, and uh, and thanks for having me on anytime.
0: All right, man. Well, Chad Bowling at Black Hog Knives, table 13P. Is that right?
3: That is correct. And in case you forget, make sure you pick up a program because I actually uh, took out a little ad, so – I'm in the program as well.
0: There you go. Look for them, guys, and uh, Forged and Fire competitor too. So everybody wants to buy a knife from somebody who's been on Forged and Fire, and Chad has. So.
3: That's right. That's 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 right. I'm one of those uh, those famous Forged and Fire losers. So right. <laughs> come on, you know, come there,
0: on by. There can only be one winner per episode. You know, that is true. That is true. But it was a great
3: experience. Yeah. Oh, uh, one one other thing I forgot to mention. I am having um, a raffle of sorts. No purchase necessary. Just pick up a ticket. And at the last day of Blade Show, I'll be giving away a hat, a shirt, a cup, and the last winner will actually get one of my knives.
0: Wow! Yep. That's impressive. That should draw some attention to your table. So that's awesome.
3: Yep. Just come on by. You don't need to buy anything. Just pick up a ticket until until the ticket's run out.
0: Well, we'll be there Saturday, and you'll be one of my first stops, buddy. I'll come see you.
3: All right. I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right, man. Y'all travel safe. We'll see you soon. All right. You have a good one. You too, man. Thanks. All right. Bye. Dennis Tyrell is our next guest. Everybody knows this guy, and um, he is a Hustle and Grind alumni. Already been on the show, but he's back to tell you all about what's to be expected at Blade Show. Thanks,
6: guys. Thanks
0: for having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks for jumping in with us. I was kind of last minute having to change schedules around, but it worked out very well. We've had a good lineup so far today, and we appreciate you jumping in here with us, man. Yeah.
6: Hey, I got a bone to pick with Ryan for forgetting my name yesterday. Get him. <laughs> or, or
1: the last uh, episode, I should say. <laughs> I know. I forgot you. I forgot Richard Beck. Um, and there was another one, uh, Todd Harrington. I almost forgot him again. I forgot the three <laughs> people I talked to the most. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? My bad. It's cool. If it was me, I wouldn't remember
0: two people on the list i was impressed he kept going i'm like wow that's i know
6: well he did name three people that weren't on the list so
0: right
1: (laughs) yeah that wasn't planned either that was just off the cuff and uh yeah i gave some people credit who aren't
0: patreon so well we're not going to run through that list today because that's not what today's show is about everybody that is a patreon knows that we love you we mean it and we'll get back to the shout outs next week but this is a special episode all about blade We'll still have our regular yeah. episode come out Tuesday, but this is just like a bonus. And it's I'm pretty cool. I'm happy we did to this. hear you going, Jason. Huh? I'm happy to hear you're going. Oh, yeah, man. I'm so freaking excited. And if it wasn't for all this community support, there's no way. But, you know, we will be there with bells on. Good stuff. So Good. when I get there, you've got a table. Where do I find you?
6: I am at table twenty-three zero.
0: 23 Okay, so that's in the main room towards the it's back the right corner. Room?
6: You're right. Yes, back right corner. Almost up against the wall, I think. Maybe one row uh, from the wall.
0: Uh, yeah, second table in from the wall. Okay. I'm
6: doing it from memory, but
0: yeah. yeah. I, dude, I'm telling you, I'm I'm such a Blade Show dork. I literally look forward to this thing all year. Like I have a countdown, and <laughs> I have a table map on the table in front of me right now. <laughs> That's awesome.
5: So,
0: Got them all circled. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kind of highlighting as I go. So, but uh, yeah, first year I ever <laughs> went to Blade Man, it blew my mind. I ended up seeing like the same stuff over and over, and then next thing I know, I'm finding different rooms and different hallways and new people. You, you can literally get lost inside that event. So now I kind of try to plan it out. But I've been there enough times now, you know, kind of learn where everything's at. Yeah, last year was my first one.
6: Uh, but then I went to uh, Blade West and to Texas this year, so kind
0: of like an alumni now of Blade. Okay, so what are you? What are you going to take the blade with you?
6: Um, well, my my video tomorrow on my channel has an overview of everything, but mostly, I mean, obviously my journeyman drives. Um, I got a bunch of hunters, a uh, couple of buoys, and I've got a, the big swords, the ones I don't. Typically sell unless someone gives me some crazy stupid offer for them. Right, um, and that um, that copper Damascus recurve pronto. Uh There's carbon knives. There's a bunch of there's my two of my sons' knives are going to be on the table, which is cool. glad to see uh, him uh, putting out the effort and uh, making some knives. So that's cool. That'll right? be cool. Yeah.
0: I'm excited to see your work in person, man. I've, I've Googled and gaga over it on the internet, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be able to put my hands behind my back and lean in on it and take a, a peek.
6: <laughs> oh, and the the dagger from the dagger challenge will be there. And, and the, 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 uh, copper Damascus Bowie knife that's on the cover of the November magazine. Actually, is going to be on the table because the guy who bought it, uh, was kind enough to ship it to me so I could take it to the
0: show and put it on the table. That is awesome. That's awesome. So that, That's a pretty one, I think. So we get to see celebrity knives that have been on the covers of magazines. Golly.
6: <laughs> well, we'll be on the cover. It's supposed to come out till November, so
0: we'll see. Well, you've already had one on the cover, right?
6: Uh, Well, back page.
0: Okay. Back inside page. Okay, that's yeah. right.
1: That's right. It but might as well book. be the cover.
0: Right. It's, it's in the magazine <laughs> on a cover. It doesn't really matter which side. <laughs> Just to get yeah, there that, is an accomplishment. That's awesome.
6: Yeah. That was, that was surreal. Both, both of them. I'm, I'm amazed that from last year to this year, going from what was that 3000 subscribers last year, blaze go And, uh, Hit hundred, I'll be at hundred and thirty thousand next week.
0: That's insane, dude!
1: I've got one point three thousand. Kind of a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) you
6: can monetize now, right? Yeah, you yeah you asked me about that.
1: I am. I've earned eight dollars and seven cents so far.
6: Hey, that's eight dollars you didn't have before that.
1: Yeah, that's that's it don't pay out unless you get a hundred, but. Oh, that's true. All right. Well, in a it'll couple of there. months. <clears throat> yeah. it, it gets me motivated to make more videos. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
6: Seeing those dollar signs come in. And for you, you should get into the, now that you're monetized, you could do an Amazon affiliate link for all the tools.
1: Wow, that's true. Yeah, Richard Beck was telling me about that. Yeah, get on.
0: Hey, hey now that he's got a YouTube channel, he can jump in those challenges with you guys.
6: Well, he doesn't have a nice making
0: channel, so let's... uh, Yeah, that's true, that's true, yeah.
1: I could have two channels. Yes, get the other channel going.
0: I'll tell you what, though, if there's a carburetor replacement channel challenge, Ryan's kicking everybody's ass. I'm sure. I I don't know one in (laughs) the carburetor from the other. Uh, but yeah, I'm so looking
6: forward to Blade. I'm looking forward to getting that stupid and Smith test out of the way, and then enjoying the rest of the show because that's been super stressful.
0: So, on a scale of one to ten, where's your stress level at for the for the test?
6: About an eleven. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> um, just a, uh, you know, I've had four knives reviewed by my master smith, and he said all oh, those four are going to pass. There's only one knife that he hasn't seen. But there's the unknown, right? Like we've never, the most they've ever had is like 30 or so. Um, I think maybe 30. This year there's 60. So are they going to fail more people? Are they going to be harder on people? What, you know, there's a whole bunch of wild card things that could happen.
0: Yeah, and it literally could depend on the people who are judging their mood. You know what I mean? They might want to keep it to more of an exclusive club. Not that it's a, a club or anything like that. You know, there's requirements and standards, but you never know. You know, one of them might have woke up on the wrong side of the bed.
6: Yeah, I mean, journeyman, like, and I've heard this from multiple mastersmiths, the journeyman test, they're looking for a reason to pass you. As opposed to the master smith, they're looking for a reason to fail you. Right. So they, you know, your, your knives don't have to perfect for journeyman what they're looking for is like if you have the same mistake on multiple knives you're going to fail because that shows a pattern yeah Um, or if one knife just outright fails then they'll fail you like too many j-hooks in your sanding like a gap in your guard on two knives you're done
0: yeah well i'm sure you got it whooped
6: I hope so. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> if I'm in a burn Friday, you'll know why. <laughs> yeah. We'll be drinking Friday night no matter what, After or fail. So. It
0: just depends on if they're happy tears or sad tears.
6: <laughs> That's right. But I think the whole
1: world is, has faith in you, Dennis. I yeah. don't think uh, anybody but you thinks you're going to fail. <laughs> Those knives look well, phenomenal. I don't,
6: I don't think I'm going to fail, but I'm still going to be stressed and paranoid about it until uh, I get the verdict.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's I guess that's natural though, you know Yeah.
6: Well, I, I was talking to Will and uh, Matt Stagmar and these guys just finished their nights like two days ago, <laughs> it's like they're crazy, I've had mine done for like a week and a half and these guys are like down to like the final hours before they had to leave, I don't know how they do it
0: Yeah, that's uh,
6: bonkers Yeah, uh, James it. Uh, Wasteland for it. Same
0: thing. Either down to the wire. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I, don't, I couldn't do that to myself because you, you've got mm-hmm. a whole year to to know the date to make five knives, you know?
4: Maybe well, it's What if something knives. goes wrong? Something
0: goes
6: wrong. You got no time to, uh you know, to make another
0: knife. Right. Well, what, wasn't Matt making like nine of them and he was taking the best five or something like that?
6: Yeah, a lot of guys make like six. I probably made, like, there's three on the table that um, that I have on the table that I just feel were not, they're beautiful knives. I, they're just no journeyman quality knives. So I've probably made eight eight or nine.
0: But you're only I'm taking one. five.
6: Well, I mean, they'll all be on the table, but for testing, yeah.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all they allow, right, is five. You can't bring, like, a backup plan in case one – doesn't make the cut.
6: No, it's a lot of people, um, like I've already shown mine to a smith, So I know, yes, these are going to, but some people who like, they'll get there, they'll meet their master smith and have him pick the top five. Right. And then go in with those five.
0: Well, no, on the journeyman test, that's not the one that gets the 90 degree bend, right? That's the master test.
6: No, 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 that's the journeyman test. Is it? Okay. That's the performance. Yeah, that's the performance portion. And you have to bring that knife with you.
1: So what's the criteria they give you? So for the performance test? For for the knives themselves, like the whole thing. like so, What what marks do you have so to
6: let, hit? Okay, so let's start with the performance test. So that that knife can be not, not longer than 15 inches. Overall, the blade cannot be longer than 10 inches, cannot be wider than 2 inches. Uh, make it however you want, whatever profile you want. Um, first test, you have to cut a one-inch free-hanging rope in one shot, one swing. Then you have to chop through a two-by-four twice. And then you have to shave your arm with the part of the knife that you chopped with. Uh, and it has to shave hair. Uh, then they'll dull your knife. Well, you will dull your knife and put it in a vise and bend it 90 degrees, and it cannot, well, you can have a tiny crack, but um, it can't snap, of course. Then, so once you pass that, then you can do your, start on your presentation knives, and of the five knives, all must have either a guard or a bolster, they all must be mono-steel, and uh, two of them must be longer than six inches, and that's the only parameters.
1: Do they make, uh, do they allow you to choose the steel that you do the performance tests with? Yep.
6: You can have any steel you want. My my master Smith, uh, who's Michael Vagnino, said, you can choose any steel but not 5160 because that's too easy.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> um, so I, I ended up using 10, 1084, I think. 1080 or 1084. I don't, I don't remember exactly. One of those two. Yeah.
1: Kept it, kept it basic.
6: Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did what he told me. He said I suggest you use 1080. Uh, I think it was 1080, and um, I listened
0: to every word he said,
6: <laughs> and it worked out.
0: Well, good. That's yeah. awesome, man. I got faith in you. I think you're going to go out there and kick ass for sure. I do too.
6: Yeah.
0: And well, either way, you get to see them, Jason. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome, dude, just to see all that in person. No, the the testing, that's off limits to the public, right? Like nobody's watching that. That's nobody's watching. We're not even allowed to watch. We have to sit outside in the hall. Oh,
1: that's oh, so no. terrible. <laughs> They're just doing that torture.
6: You. <laughs> There's going to be 60 people outside pacing. Waiting for them to do that because you go in, you put your knot you clean up your knives, get all the oil off them, you put them on the table, and then you leave, and you sit outside in the hallway. So we're going to be outside sweating.
0: Is it like uh, a <laughs> when the school picks the baseball team? You know, everybody's out in the hallway, and they go put a list up on the wall to see who made it.
6: Well, from what I've heard, um, they come out and they call a list of names. And what I heard is that the first list is the people that pass, And then they'll take those people in, tell them, and those people exit, and then they'll call the second group in, and those people that failed, and they'll tell them why. Wow. So,
0: uh, so
6: if you like I don't want to see, get group. excited in case they in case they, uh, they, do those lists in opposite order. <laughs> yeah, they might <laughs> and I don't freak out. Yeah,
0: they could. So during the performance test, you're there for that though, right? Because you're the one that's physically Oh yeah. Chopping the two before and all that.
6: Yeah, yeah, but that's you do that with a master smith usually at their shop.
0: Oh, okay. So that's
6: that's that. done. That's done for everybody.
0: Okay, so you've already done that. You you passed that part.
6: Oh yeah 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 actually I've already got a video of that. Um, that's everyone has to do that kind of before they even start their their um their presentation there.
0: Oh well hell yeah, you're in there, dude. You got this.
6: I hope so. But once that's over, I get to enjoy Blade Show. But I think the biggest part of this year's Blade Show is with COVID uh, and so many people getting into this craft in the last two years. There's so many people that I've never met. <laughs> I've never seen in person. So that's going to be the best part.
0: Well, I will be there and I will be excited to meet you at, what do we say? Table 24 Oh, is that right? 23-0.
6: 23
0: Okay, twenty three zero. Well, Dennis Tyrell, Tyrell Knife Works, thank you very much, sir, for jumping on here with us. And it was a pleasure. Looking forward to meeting you in person and shaking your hand and telling you congratulations.
6: All right. we well, are going to have a beer Saturday night. If not before, I will talk to you in two days.
0: Sounds good, man. See you soon. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, guys. Well, that concludes our list of the – people that we wanted to talk to today we had one other person who was going to be on here with us Brent Smith from bald man knife and tool but uh I guess we're having some technical difficulties getting him on the line I'm going to go ahead and look up his table number just to kind of give him a little shout out he's going to be at 19 in so when you're up there go see go by and see Brent and when you look at him tell him I said yo he'll know what you mean but what you think Ryan how you feel good good i know this episode probably i was
1: looking forward to the most
0: i know right you've been talking about him all week
1: yeah i love his instagram page
0: yeah he's a good one yeah that's fun you got to make sure to to try your best and get down here next year man yeah it's such a fun event but i'm looking forward to getting there i think that makes 15 now right 15 what 15 times I said I'm looking forward to it or getting excited.
1: Probably more than that. Somebody <laughs> can count tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I will be there at uh, at the pit and at the show, and I'll have some JK Blade stickers. So if you see me, say hey. And if you see me and you recognize me, make sure that you holler at me and say hey, Jason, because all you knife maker people look the same to me. So I might not recognize <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and call it a day The show is a little less than an hour long But we have been here for like Almost two hours So We're tired, we're hungry, we gotta pee We love you, we mean it And we will see you again next week Keep on hustling and keep on grinding See you at the show guys I cut you off But that was still a good one that's all right. That's a good one. It happens. Yeah.